Welcome you guys to It's Miss B Honey Podcast. Thank you so much. I am grateful for the amount of messages that I have received. You guys, I am, I feel blessed. I am blessed for you guys and I'm thankful for you guys. Um, before I start this podcast today, I want to say a big thank you to my family. You guys will understand why. I want to say thank you to my family. I want to say thank you to my friends, the ones who stayed with me, who went through this journey with me, the ones who continue to support me. But I also want to thank God and my spirits because they have protected me along the way. I promise you guys that the topics in this podcast, they are going to be fun. This probably will be probably the last sad topic. I'm not even going to say it's sad. It'll probably be the last, the last topic that's going to be heavy but i promise you guys i will bring the fun you guys know me i'll bring the fun in this podcast so i just want to say thank you thank you for supporting me for believing in me and i'm grateful for you guys right so this podcast right here this episode let me tell you guys something it's probably the hardest for me to talk about it probably will be the most challenging episode ever. But I feel like I owe it to myself before I start diving into anything else. For you guys to kind of know a little bit about me, who I am, and why when I pick a topic, a title, why it makes sense to me. I don't just pick randomly. I pick with a purpose. So the podcast today is entitled The Pain I Did Not Know I Needed. <laughs> It's funny, right? And uh, and I sat down. I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. That pain, the pain I did not know I needed. The pain that made me who I am today. The pain I could say I'm grateful for. And people would not understand, but trust me. Certain pain that you go through in life, you are grateful because they shape who you are. So, there's this quote that says, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. I believe it. It's the truth. But there's another part of the quote I believe they should have added. What doesn't kill you also, also leaves you with baggages. It leaves you with trust issues. It leaves your life empty. It could lead to your destruction. But it only if you allow it to. I'm going to take you guys back in my life back in my teenage years. Again, I want to say, I want to stress this, that I want to tell my parents, because my parents also listen to my podcast, believe it or not. They listen. <laughs> they listen. I found out yesterday that day, um, the very first episode, that my mom loved it. My dad is like, oh, I cannot wait to see what you have to say. And I said, oh, buckle up, because there's some topics I don't think I want you guys to hear. But so far, they like it, so I'm good. But I have to say, let me just talk a little bit about myself. I am, I was a privileged kid. <laughs> I can't lie. I was privileged. My parents worked hard for, to make us feel comfortable. And I want to tell them, there's not even one day in my life, even if things were hard when I became an adult, that I did not feel that they loved me. So I don't want them to feel like they failed when they feel like they couldn't protect me. I want my parents to know. You guys did not fail. You guys are never, ever, would never fail me. I have, I have very good parents. My parents will lay their life for me. My mom will sell every single thing and even give her life for me. And I believe my dad will do the same. And I think your parents will do the same as well. I think my, um, <laughs> my family are great. The ones that are still, I'm still blessed to call family. Right? I'm grateful for them. So I grew up privileged. I went to, I've always been in private schools all my life. In Haiti, I was in private school. My parents moved to Europe with us. Again, privileged kids, right? Privilege. Um, I had a chance to meet people, a lot of people. I've had a chance to meet very important, important people in history. And again, I'm grateful. I went to a private school next to the Chateau de Versailles. I'm saying this, not because I'm trying to shove it in your face. Far from that. Trust me, everything I'm saying, there's a purpose for it. 
I was privileged. I did not know what hunger means. I was never hungry in my entire life. Never, ever. And to that, I'm grateful to God. I did not know what pain was. I did not know what losing was. I did not know what sorrow was. And I think it's because my parents kind of buffer life for us, right? My parents made sure that we did not know things. But even through all this, understand, I've, I've always been a compassionate person. So even if I did not experience pain myself, I know what pains look like. So I came here full of life, full of hope, young and sexy, stress on sexy. I was young and so naive. So came here, I've met excellent people. And I've met some people who are not so great. I am not going to go too deep. I'm not giving names. I'm just going to keep it general. But here's what happened. I experienced a great amount of pain when I came here. The very first pain I experienced when I stepped foot in right here in the United States was, first of all, why am I here? I left my friends behind and I don't like new things. I don't like new, I don't like to start over. I don't like it. And this also will be another topic. I get very comfortable quick and at time too fast. I'm okay being, okay being where I was. I was okay, I had my friends. I had a boyfriend back in, uh, back in, back in the days too in, in France. So I left him and I came here. On the way, I cried at the airport like a baby. <laughs> like a baby. What I was what, 18 years old and I'm crying for a man. Did not know what life is. And I thought that was the hardest thing that I was going to go through. But no, that was not. So I came here full of hopes. I met new friends. And oh my God, let me tell you guys something. Talking about adjustment. That was hard. But I met some people that are still friends. AKA I've met Gilda. When I, when I first came to the state, I met Gilda. And fast forward <laughs> till today, we are friends. So yes, so she's she's been around for a while. So some of you guys might know her from Cocktail with Friends. But she has been by my side and some other friends that I've met along the way through you guys. I'm grateful. So the pain I did not know I needed. So the, the, say, the um, quote says... What doesn't kill you make you stronger. And I have to say, it took me years. It took me years. It took me now to realize that certain things I had gone through life had prepared me for who I am today. I cannot say that I'm happy that I went through them. But what I can say is I'm grateful that I went through them and I'm still alive today. So in 2011, this is when my life changed. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but my life took a change, a turn. So I knew what happiness is. I had everything. Like I said, again, I was spoiled, 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 spoiled. So I had the life, perfect life still. In the matter of, in the matter of months, I lost it all. Probably years. I dragged it. I'll say years. The very first thing I experienced in my life was heartache. I did not know how I was going to make it through. I did not know I was going to make it through. And at time, I feel like because I wanted to hold on to this failed relationship so much that I was ready and willing to make myself suffer. And I did that. Trust me. At times, we are good at making ourselves suffer. Quand pile bagaille que nous passe dans vie nous que sauter là dès le départ avant, you would have been better off now. But that's for another time. So... I went through this pain, this moment in my life where, remember, I said I was very privileged. But I'm going to share something, you guys. And I'm doing this, and I'm like, I'm doing this podcast. I'm telling you guys, honestly, I'm shaking. This will be the certain things you guys will hear the very first time. And this will be the last time that I will have this conversation, ever. I will never talk about it after today. So take what you can take from this podcast, right? And that'll be it. So... Again, I've met someone and life was great. As great as it was, the ending was just miserable. <sighs> yeah, the ending was miserable. But here, here it is. Let's go. Buckle up because I'm going to say some stuff and then we'll leave it there. I'll never talk about it ever. So I, I was married once and I know you guys know that. 
I was married and I had a very good husband. I'm not going to lie. I think he was good at the time. It's in the ending of a situation that you're going to understand what it means, what the person truly is. And I'm not here to bash anyone, so I'm just going to make it very simple. So we had great days. We had happy moments. But for anybody who had left a relationship, you will understand that the, the beginning and the end is never the same. When you go through divorce, things get hard. So anyways, we went through separation, and I was left alone. Rightfully so. We're not together. But remember, as I said again, I was a privileged kid. Everything was given to me in the silver platter. Well, I even say gold platter. <laughs> I even say gold. But I did not have to worry about anything. Fast forward, now I'm married. And things are going down the drain. As happy as I was, my life took a turn. And things started going left. Very first thing that happened is, you know when you get a divorce, when you go through a divorce and... It's never... It's not just belle. I'm not Creole. Divorce is not belle. It's not a thing that led. It's not a thing that is broken. Even if the decision was mutual. Even if the decision was a mutual decision to let it go. It's never easy to let go of something that you have worked so hard for. You work so hard to make it so far for it to just crash. And that's the pain. The pain that I did not know I needed. So I talk a lot about the, the bad things that I've gone through. The time that I cried. The moments that I would wake up and I would think that, oh my God, this has to be a nightmare. And I would turn and make sure I was alive. That this was not true. That I was not going through this pain. And the pain was there. It was this constant reminder of the failure that I have in life. I saw my divorce as a failure. I saw me as a failure. And because of that, I stayed away from friends. I stayed away. I went hiding. I did not want people to see that side of me. I was a failure. How could I tell people that this marriage did not last? How do I tell people that a lot of things in my life that I thought was going to work well did not go because I planned it. I planned it. I know what I want. I know what I've wanted. I wrote it down. I wrote my, my life down in a piece of paper. And it's going to go this way no matter what. Toute vie m'a écrit sur papier. C'est comme ça pour le I married the man of my dream. I was in love. I'm not going to hide it. I love this man. I did. I would have never married him. Very good husband. But I have to say, he probably would say I was a very good wife. But our ending was just devastating. Divorce is never easy. And I had to learn that. This is when I realized how, what life is. I found myself in an apartment. And um, I found myself in an apartment by myself. Guys, and I always say it, five cents to my account. I still have this picture. That's what divorce does to you. Five cents on my account, wondering how I'm going to make it. Again, certain things that you guys are going to hear say, put me fucking up to this. Certain people will hear it the first time here too. And they're my family and they're my friends. I was left with five cents on my account. I did not know. Again, my parents could have gave me everything that I wanted, but I was ashamed. I couldn't tell them that their only daughter on my mom's side only had five cents on her account. She's a nurse. Try to explain that. How do you explain to people that you are a nurse and you don't have money? This is what depression does to you. One day we'll cover the topic of depression. I was very much depressed. And every single day that I would wake up, I'm like, God, not again. And I had to go to the motion. Life was passing me by. I was just existing. I was not living. I remember one day... I'm laying down, and I picked up my phone to call a friend, and my phone was disconnected. Shame. My friend said, what happened to your phone? I said, I don't know. I think uh, it's broken, or Metro. At the time I have Metro, I said, Metro is acting up. Something like that with Metro. How can you explain that? You're a nurse, right? Nobody will understand. 
five cents to my account. I'm looking for change all over, all around the house, just so I could go to Taco Bell and I could have one meal for that day. How do you explain that to your parents? You can't. Because what? I'm I'm ashamed. I remember one day and I laid on my bed and I said, God, this cannot be the life that, that you want for me. This cannot be it. I literally was dying in the inside. I was in pain. People could see pain in my face. People could see pain in my face. I did not look, I did not look like what I look today. That's why when people tell me, how do you say so strong? I'm like, I don't know. And it's by the grace of God. So I know what hardship is. Trust me, I know. I had nothing. I left finally when I had the courage to tell my parents I need to come back. It's because they had put an eviction notice on my door in my apartment. I couldn't pay it. They had put an eviction notice at my door, and I was coming from work. And let me tell you guys something. When I decided to go back to work, I would work only one day or a week. That's to the point that my mind just couldn't do it. My body just couldn't do it. My body just couldn't do it. Doesn't matter what I've tried. As if I realized that my parents were looking at me, fading away, and they did not know how to save me. No one at that time could save me. No one could save me. No one. I don't care how much people would tell me Beverly is going to get better. I did not see it and I did not believe it. My mom would cry. <laughs> How her only daughter looks like that. No makeup. I'm not saying that I need makeup to look pretty. But I have to be honest, I look like a hot mess. I did not know what, how my tomorrow was going to be. All I know is I was broke with five cents on my account. And these were the hardest day of my life. I stayed in my apartment a whole week with no electricity because I did not know how to pay for it. And I have pride. I did not want to ask anybody for help. Did not ask my brothers. My brothers did not know. Did not ask my parents. My parents did not know. And I have to say, if they knew what I was going through, guarantee you, would have been a different outcome. But I didn't want to tell people because I was embarrassed. I was too ashamed. So one day, oh wow, I didn't know that was going to be so hard for me to do. So I went through that. I went through not having a house to stay. Mind you, my parents have a house here. Did not want to go back home. How do, you, how do you explain that to people? How do you explain to people that you're done getting married, you had a big wedding, so on and so forth? Until this day, this is what people tell me. But Bev, oh my God, what happened? Your wedding was so beautiful. I still hear it, trust me. <laughs> to this day, I hear it. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But in the process, it could have killed me. I remember one day I went by the, by the beach and I sat there and I said, God, if only, if only you would show me the way. Show me, send me a sign, send me anything, anything for me to know that I'll be better. I sat there waiting for a sign. The sign never came. And I said, God has abandoned me too. <sighs> Here's what changed in my life, where my life took a turn. And I know I've said that in a couple of lives before. I was left with five cents on my account. And I'm going to stress this. The five cents on my account. I was left with five cents on my account. I had nothing. Here's what changed. What did it for me? I decided to move back to my parents. Because the property that we lived in was no longer mine. I had to move out. And one night... I made a vow to God. I said, God, please, please, please help me because I don't want to stay where I am. I cannot afford to stay where I am. I cannot afford to be in this situation. And I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged God for it. Nothing happened. But finally, I came to realize that my happiness, I can only, I can only build my own happiness nobody else can help me with that so the very first thing that I did is I've decided to do better I've decided to change my life and just do better but it's easy to say right I say I changed my life I decided to do better one day I woke up I looked at at myself in the mirror 
I did not recognize the person that I was looking at. That person that I was looking at was not me. That's not me. I look older. As a matter of fact, people will tell me, man, your mom looks younger than you. (laughs) And trust me, my mom at that time looked younger than me. But I made a conscious decision. You know what? While I'm suffering, the other party is having fun. The other person is going through their life. At time, while you're suffering, the person that made you suffer, the person that caused you to be who you are, is having fun. And here you are just still trying to hold on. Before I say what I'm going to say, I remember I went through nursing school. Very first semester, I failed my class. Two classes, I failed at the same time. And I say, wow, that's it. End of nursing school for me. What am I going to do? How, how do you explain to your parents that they're going to kick you out of nursing school? But something happened that they allowed. They gave me a second chance. That's why I believe in giving people second chances. I do. Trust me. I believe in giving people a second chance. So after I failed, I got a chance. And I continued. And I became a nurse. This is why I am today. But I'm grateful to that person those professors who decided to give me a second chance for me to be who I am today. To them, I'm also grateful. But I remember what made me change is I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you are in control of your happiness. You are in control of your happiness and nobody else. So I slowly decided that, you know what? I don't feel well today, but I'm still going to put some makeup. And I did just that. I started with putting the makeup And then I start by walking, you know, I'll walk a little bit. And then slowly and slowly, I regain who I am. I have to say, tout ça pas facile. Imagine when you had everything for you. And now, when you had everything going on, you were left with nothing. But guess what? Through my journey, I learned. The very first thing I did was, I promised myself, to never, never, never allow for my happiness to depend on anybody else. Because I realized that to him all my life, I was happy because I had a man. I was happy because I had friends. I was happy because I had my family. Even some of my friends betrayed me along the way. But guess what? Some of them stayed. I'm grateful to the friends who betrayed me. By the way, I'm grateful. Because I learned to know who the real ones are. If I did not go through any harder in my life, I would not be able to grow. You don't grow where you're comfortable. And that, I realized that. Too late in my life, but better late than never. I would not have been who I am today if I did not go through this. I remember when I did not have a car and I asked a friend, all this, what I'm going through this mess, and I asked a friend of mine, to let me borrow a car. Well, she said yes. And then at night she said, Put bring my car back. I don't want you to have my car, bring, bring it back to me. And I remember I was on, on the express when I made a U-turn, I gave her the car. And I looked up and I said, God, never again. Never would I allow somebody to treat me like this. And that was supposedly your friend. And I'm grateful for her too. I'm grateful for everyone in my life who did me wrong. Because what you guys felt to understand is, Yes, they did me wrong, but I grew from it. My grandmother always said, "Si chaque wash on mon voyage te capren, avec chaque wash mon voyage de prend construit un kai." So with every single stone people have thrown my way, I used it. I built with it. At first, I did not build a house with it. I did not build my life with it. I built a wall with it. Let's just be clear. With every single stones people was throwing in my way, I built a wall. And I barricaded myself there. I did not want to talk to people. Don't talk to me. I don't care. I wanted to protect me. But I realized as much as I was trying to protect me, I was also making me suffer. Because everybody needs somebody's contact, right? You need a friend. So the very first thing I did, I reached reached back to my friends. And I said, that's it. I'm tired of being miserable. So I reached back to a couple of friends. And I'm happy that your pack dim oh or you wanna come back. Now that everything is going left, you wanna come back? Because they could have said that. 
but they did not. <laughs> and I wonder how they even decided to take me back so easy. I wonder if it was easy for them, but they took me back anyways. So I've decided that, you know what? Because I had five cents on my account, I want to work hard for every single thing that I have in life. Because I went through the pain, I've decided my future has to be bright. I started working on myself. I made it a point to work on me. That was important for me, to work on me. Moi, pas de quitter vim passer comme ça parce que moi, t'ai fait un seul expérience dans vim qui pas de bon. I couldn't afford that. I couldn't afford that. So the pain allowed me to grow again because if you're comfortable in the situation that you are, you are not going to grow. But parfois, some things will come in your life to shift things around that's going to make you grow. And it'll make you better. Trust me. Trust me. There's two things that can happen when you go through, through hurt or pain in life. One, it could shape you. It could make you grow. It could turn you into a better person. And you could prosper. Prosper from the pain. Or second of all, the second thing that can happen, it could cripple you if you allow it to. I was crippled for years. Five years, I was a handicap, mentally handicapped. I did not see my way through. I did not see my way out of it. I was full of anger and bitterness. I wanted to see death for everybody who did me wrong. Today, I don't have that energy. I wish everybody who did me wrong to prosper in life. But let me tell you something. I was holding back. I was holding back on life. And what I felt to realize is what you hold back, life will hold back on you as well. I held back my happiness. So life held back my happiness too. If I don't want to be happy, and nobody wants somebody who's miserable around them. No one. I, I was miserable by myself. I didn't want my friends to see my weakness. I was weak. I was broken. Nobody wants that around. So I had to work on myself. Remember the five cents on my account. Till, till this day, I have this picture of that five cents on my account. I have it on the wall of my bathroom. And I looked at it every single day. And I prayed, God, I said, God, don't ever, ever, ever let me go back this route again. There's one thing that shaped me again, the most important thing that to me that shaped my life was I had we had a house and when the house was being given away I, I was in the house people were coming and see the house I did not know that the house was going to be sold the house was sold on me I did not get a dime stress I did not get anything and it was purposely that I did not get anything but guess what I prayed God I said God please let me have something that I could call home. Because I'm broken. I don't want to be at my parents' house. But I was and I was at her house if I'm going out late, my mom will talk. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's my mom. But I had to choose to be happy in the middle of my sorrow. I chose to be happy. I got up in this day, So finally one day, when things started getting better, I decided to go look for a house. Guys, nobody can buy a house with $3,000, no one. And I have my cousin, that could use me I could use my cousin I could ask my cousin to one day tell you guys because I don't want people to think I'm lying on anything that I'm saying on my podcast because I really want to be as transparent as I can so I have $2,000 on my account and I said God I want a house I started looking I started looking and I found a house that I like and I said this is the house that I want and unfortunately the house was sold I'm like oh God the house that I wanted but I'm like, oh, you have no money. What do you mean this is the house that you wanted? But I remember right before I left, I put my hand on the door, on the wall outside of the house. I said, God, I cleaned this house. And also one day I'll, I'll cover the power of speaking positivity over you. When you have faith, that faith can move mountain. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, it's the truth. So I put my hand on the house and I said, my right hand, I said, I cleaned this house. House was sold. 
<laughs> after I put my hand on this house, the house was sold. So I did not give up. I continued every three o'clock in the morning. I'll look. Finally, I saw another house. I'm like, this is the house. This is the house that I want. God, I want this house. So when I said, God, I want this house, the house, I told my cousin late in the middle of the night, I said, please, please, please take me to go see this house. And she did. And when I'm going through the house, I'm like, wait, this is the house that I saw. We were both shocked. This was actually the house that I wanted. And I asked the person, what happened? And the, their realtor said, out of the blue, they had to move. They had to move out of the house. I'm like, they had to move out of their house. Yes. But guys, I have to say, that house, everything that I wanted in the house, you think it fell for me. I wanted the house to be all white, painted all white. And they did just that. The house was painted all white. And they had changed the AC system. They changed a lot of things. I'm like, God, they did everything, right? But guess what? I did not have the money. I have $3,000 in my account. But I believe in my life that everything that I've set my mind to do, I will, I will do it. I will achieve it no matter what. I might not do it right away, but it'll happen. And I've done so. And I said, I told my cousin, hold this $2,500, $2,500. I'm coming. I'm going to work. I left and I worked to California. When I went to California, I worked every single day. A month later, I did the closing of my house. This is the house that I'm standing on. I'm sitting in right now, and I'm doing this podcast. All, all because something happened. I used the past, my past experience, my pain, to make it happen for me today. And again, glory to God. I'm saying this to say that. There's certain things that no passing of vino, that you'll grow from it. You will grow from it. You will not die and I could laugh about certain things. Honestly, I could do this podcast and talking about this part of my life that I knew at one point that was, I thought at one point I was done. I honestly thought my life was done with this divorce. I thought when I felt in nursing school that my life was over. And I thought when my friends turned their back on me that my life was over. And here I am today. Here I am today, thriving. I still have dreams. I still have things that I want to accomplish, but I'm still here. The pain that you did not know you needed. I did not know I needed the pain to be who I am today. I did not know I needed the pain for me to be as strong as I am today. I did not know because I went through so much and I wanted so much for myself that two years later that God would give me a house that I'm in today. I did not know that I I needed to go through all this to be who I am today. Now some people will say, but you don't need to go through all this. You could have done it. But guess what? This is my story. This is my life. Probably you are privileged enough that you'll never experience any pain in your life. And that's okay. And I never said once, God, take this away from me and give it to somebody else. I never said, God, I never told God, please take away my pain. Give it to, I don't know, give it to Marie. Give it to, to Karen. No. And I always said, God, please take this away from me. Right? So at time, we go through pain. Pain, to me, is not what, should not be what prevents you from a future of tomorrow. And whenever I talk about my life, I love to talk, talk about my life because some of you guys know me now. Did not know me from before. So I want you guys to understand the Miss B that you guys see full of confidence was not the Miss B five years ago. I was broken. I was broken. God, I was broken. I would wake up in the middle of the night and tears. The tears that I've shed, a lot of people will never know. The amount of tears and, and the bitterness and the, I don't even know how to call it, but I was in pain. I was broken. In my dreams, I was happy as long as I was asleep. But the moment I wake up, I'm like, why? I used to be mad for every single day I wake up. I'm like, why am I here? What's the purpose of this? But guess, I didn't want to end my life because I didn't want to make my parents suffer. I know how much they would suffer. So I said, I'm just going to continue and, and to live just for them. F me. 
and what I wanted. I didn't care. I was literally dying. Life was passing me by. I did not know how to get out of it. But I just knew one day I had to get out of it. I had dreams. Big dreams. And I, and I always say, oh my God, I would have been so much further in life. And I said that to a friend the other day. I wonder where I would have been in life. And she said, what do you think? Where do you think you would have been in life, Beverly? If it wasn't this, it would have been something else. So, it's true. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Who is going Probably is you're not married. You want to be married. Probably is you don't have kids. You want kids. It's the job that you want that's not coming yet. It's the husband that you want. It's the wife. Whatever it is. But there's this moment in your life that you need to quiet. And use this moment, the waiting period. I call it the waiting period. Because nobody have everything in life that they actually wanted. Even the millionaire, trust me, they're missing something in their life. They want something that probably you have. I've met millionaires who are unhappy. And here I am, not even a millionaire yet, but soon to be, I'm happier than them. They're miserable. So I always said, I would have lost a lot of things. You guys would not have known me. But I did not have somebody to boost me. I had to do it by myself. And I love this poem that I found one day. It's called, Ain't It Fine Today. It's by Douglas Malloch. It says, Sure, this world is full of trouble. I ain't said it ain't. Lord, I've had enough trouble. Reason for complaint. Rain and storm have come to fret me. Skies are often gray. Thorns and brambles have beset me on the road. But say, ain't it fine today? Was the use of always weeping, making trouble last? Was the use of always keeping, thinking of the past? Each must have his tribulation, water with his wine. Life ain't no, ain't no celebration. Trouble, I've had mine, but today is fine. It's today that I'm living, not a month ago, having, losing, taking, and giving, as times were it so. Yesterday, a cloud of sorrow fell across the way. It may rain again tomorrow. It may rain. But say, ain't it fine today? And when I read this, I'm like, oh, wow. Ain't it fine today? I cannot keep living from the past. Like I said again, you guys might never hear that part of me ever again. But I'm saying this because I want you guys to, to know. Ain't it fine today? Reflect on the combat that you went through. Something that you've gone through. In your past and think about it you did not know how you were going to live how you were going to survive this man walked out of your life sister you did not know you were going to make it ain't you fine today this job they fired you you did not know if you could find another one and look at you now thriving sis ain't you fine today that boyfriend he left ain't you fine today I don't know what else. Ain't you fine today? So I want you guys to know that people who are traversing the life, you can do two things with them. You can use them to advance, or you can quit the house and you can quit the house. You can quit for years, or you might decide to just get up and go. I want you to understand that you could use your problem as a trampoline for the future. And again, I had to say this. There's people in my life who did me wrong and they never apologized. And I still forgive them. But I did not think we need reconciliation. I forgive every single person that walked out of my life who did me wrong. Because guess what? Grâce à eux-mêmes, it's thanks to them I am who I am today. I'm not saying I have everything I have in life, but I have the most important thing I could ever have is my joy. I have the joy that I did not know I would ever have back. I have that joy in me. I want to see. I want to be successful. I want to be loved and loved again. Certain people, they go through a, heart, a heartache and they just don't know if they'll ever fall in love again. They don't know if they're going to ever meet somebody that's going to love them as hard as they love the first person. 
my very first heartache was with my ex in France. And I'm like, that's it. I'm never going to love somebody ever again. <laughs> I lied. We love companionship. We need companionship. And I love, and I'm sure I'm going to love harder again. And I'm sure probably I'll get hurt again because that's life. But I have to remember everything that I've went through got me through where I am today. And it's fine today. Some guys are But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to all my exes who did me wrong. I'm grateful to the people who did not believe in me. I'm grateful to the people who took baton on the womb. I'm grateful to the people who took projects away from me. I'm even grateful to the people who did me a lot of wrong. Because it's grâce à eux même que me Because let me tell you guys something. As much as I give you guys, you guys don't understand how much you guys give back to me. Right? I give. Right? I give you guys content. I talk to you guys. But understand with every single podcast that I do, the feedback are appreciated and I get your energy. I learn a lot from you guys. So I, I want you guys to understand I'm I'm also grateful for you guys. But parfois don't let a situation that happened from your past prevent you from becoming who you are supposed to come tomorrow. Trust me. Everybody have gone through it. Everybody have gone through the pain. There's mothers who've lost kids. Mothers have lost every... You guys remember when the earthquake happened in Haiti? And people have lost their entire family. And you look at them today, I'm like, damn. I don't know if I would have been able to do it. And it's so today. And I'm fine today. Today we're fine. Today you'll be, you'll be fine. I don't know what you're going through. I don't care if you don't have to pay money for your money. I don't care if you don't have to pay money Once upon a time, I stayed in the house for a week. Weeks with no electricity. I'll come home late. Charge my phone somewhere in my car. And look at this today. I'm not saying I have it all, but got it. But God damn it, I could say God is doing it for me. I'm grateful for every single thing that I've went through life. Because I use every rocks some people threw at me. And I built. It built me. Instead of me throwing their rocks, wash your and I used it as a as a, a wall, which I did at one point. But I had decided to step outside of that wall for me to be happy. For me to be who I am today. So I don't know who is humiliated in life. I don't know who is a big problem. I don't know who is a big problem. Even if I expect that you know that life is not finished. I don't know who is a big problem. Even if you have a big problem, it's because you expect your chapeau. It's true. Life is over on, on, only when you're six feet under. As long as you could leave, you're breathing, you're walking. There's still hope. But you cannot have hope if you don't put the work. It's just hope. You have to get up and put the work. I had to put the work. I had to decide that I'm, I want this house. I have to go work for it. I decided to go out and I worked. And I have my house. I'm not going to say I'll never suffer. Listen, Probably the day I will not suffer. I'll, I'll be six foot under. But then I don't even know. I'll be six feet under. I don't even know what comes after. But I have to say, nobody owes you anything. My ex-friends did not know me, did not owe me any happiness. They did what they knew what to do, right? And nobody owes you anything. But Bamzukisa, what you owe to yourself, you owe your, yourself to be happy. C'est pour ou doit être ou pour content, ou doit être tout à coup pour toujours chercher ça qui bon pour. Because we are good, not bad pour chercher intérêt l'autre monde. Do you guys know I never, ever celebrated my birthday? I never celebrated my birthday, but I'm good at celebrating others. I just did not know how to celebrate myself. But I've decided that now I owe it to myself to be happy. So I, my celebration is a daily celebration. I take myself out. I go out with my friends. I do things that's going to make me happy. Now Beverly became, I become my priority. Now I realize that if my happiness depends on anybody else, I'll always be miserable. And therefore I am the captain of my life. Right? And I have to take charge of my life. So, 
I don't know what you're going through. Pas qu'on est qui problème que ou gagner because at time nous ca penser que oh nous ra moun ah, that person have it good. I'm pas pour que ça moun ça bat tête les problèmes. Nous toujours penser que on l'autre moun pas passer misère parce que moun a toujours mettre maquillage, moun a toujours paraître belle sur sur réseaux sociaux. Ah, qui problème moun ça ca gagner? Vous comprenez? Nous penser que misère paraître sur visage moun. Do you guys take misery when you look at somebody you could tell that they're miserable? I know people were miserable 24/7 they have makeup on. Just when they're crying, you don't know. I cried in silence. I cried. <laughs> I cried in the dark. So no one will see the next day how puffy my eyes are. I knew exactly what to do so people would think I was happy. I would only come out on a good day. I'll come out late at night. So you don't have to see that I was crying, right? I found ways to mask. I found ways to mask my uh, my sorrow. So I came out at a certain time. Life will come. Life will go. Tribulations will come. Tribulation will go. But you don't have to stay in bed. You don't have to cry. To this before I end this podcast and I have to say this. I'm grateful to everything that happened to me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the cries. I'm grateful for the tears. I'm grateful for that stranger who held my hand one day when I was crying in the middle of the road. I said, God, I can't no more. <laughs> I went to Publix. My card got declined. And I was embarrassed. Embarrassed. My card got declined for $6. $6 and a stranger had to pay for me. What was it? A whole chicken at Publix. And my card declined. And I cried like a baby. And the stranger paid for that. Thank you. Thank you because... She did not. She did not look and ask. She paid for it, and I'm thankful. That did. I had that chicken for three days, not because my parents couldn't feed me. And I have to say this: if my parents knew what their daughter was going through <laughs> in that apartment, trust me, they'd have came and saved me and paid for the apartment for the whole year. If I did not want to move back home, but I, like I said again, I was hiding my pain. So, again. Soit passé hein gien moun ki ta espéré pou ta nan place pou ta pran problème pa yo na always say c'est tout moun te ka pran problème pa yo yo lag yo a tè ou ta pran problème pou nan problème pa moun ou ta pran pou nan wa lan ensemble avec you would have kept your problem we all have something that we we all have problems we all have sorrows we all have some issues but you owe it to yourself to be happy ou pa ka paye bill nan don't kill yourself trust me cuz if you die <laughs> the bill will go away You cannot have that kid that you truly want. And I could tell you, there's something better on the other side. There's always something better on the other side of the tunnel. There's the tunnel. You don't see the end of it. But guess what? You have a choice. You could either continue walking and hoping to see the light at the end of that tunnel. Or you could just decide that that's it. I'm not going to continue walking. Then you stay in the dark. There's light at the end of the tunnel and I had to walk. And so in walk you can only do it alone. Get a série de problèmes wap 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 face et c'est le même qui à l'ensemble. I don't care how your friends or your friends they will not understand your problems. They will not understand your problems and you honestly think l'op va dire aux amours problèmes ou il il vraiment caido. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When it comes to certain friends, when it comes to certain family members, they're happy that you're going through it. Right? They might be happy that you're going through it, that they're not going through it. So they might they don't even care because they don't understand what you're going through. So in problems, I might somebody might be here and be like, why is she complaining about? But guess what? Until somebody walked through something, you will not understand the pain. I understand the pain of somebody who went through the same things as me. But I will never understand the pain of somebody who has lost a child. I would know it's painful. I would know it's painful. I would never understand the loss of someone who have lost a husband to some type of disease. You understand? Get this get the problem qu'a passé, on on ta ka comprendre because this person did not go through it and it's okay. At time we want to tell our friends, this is what I'm going through. Nous tellement parler, nous parler, nous parler, at time nous même retarder our own blessing. Our mouth at time is the reason why we're not blessed today. And I had to learn that too. And I had to learn that my mouth, my thought process 
kept me in the darkness for a very long time. My fault. It was not what they did to me. It's what I did to myself. Yes, I did not have anything to eat. But guess what? Yes, I went through this divorce. Yes, I went through nursing school and I failed. I could have gave up on nursing school and decided that's it. I failed two classes. I'm done. But guess what? I said, okay, I'm going to take that second chance and build again and study hard. And I studied harder than everybody else. When everybody was leaving the um, the library at 10 o'clock, it was midnight. Beverly was still studying because you know why? I did not have a, another chance. That one chance I was given and I had to take it and run with it. And I did just that. Years later, I graduated as a nurse and I'm grateful for that. There are certain things we block our own blessings. And I'm going to say it again. You run your mouth too much. You have a project that you're working on. Work on silence. You're going through some things. Find a therapist. Your friends are not your therapist. Yes, they might understand, but they will never understand you fully because they have not gone through this process. It's okay. It's okay. If your friends don't understand what you're going through, it's fine. They're not meant to understand everything. We're not meant to understand every, everybody. But you owe it to yourself to do the work for yourself. Because guess what? You could listen to me. I could tell you everything that you should do. Do this, do that. But guess what? I'm just giving you blueprints. The work is you. 100% of your work is you. You could pay seminar, seminars for people to tell you how to be happy. Unless you decide to be happy. These to me are just BS. You're just going to sit down, give your money away, but you will not do the work. You will not do the work for you to be happy. Happiness depends on you and nobody else. Okay? So the, heart, the heartache that you've gone through or that you're going through, use it as your stepping ground. Use it as a trampoline for you to go much further. Trust me, there's somebody out there who have gone through worse. Worse than I, I've gone through. And trust me, I don't think I've gone through anything. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, God, thank God, thank you, God, for letting me go through it as a, as, as a early, at an early age. Because now I know what I don't want. I know who I am today. This has shaped me. But guess what? I used it to better me. It could have left me being bitter. It could have left me being angry. It could have left me being broken. And stay in the state of broken. And get this thing, when you're content. There's a lot of people who are still broken today. It's because they love the position. They love the pity, pity that they get out of it. Instead of them looking for therapy, they love the state of being broken because guess what? Other people are like, oh my God, look at her. Oh my God. Once upon a time, I did not want people to pity me. And I don't want people to label me as Oh, the one who was divorced, the divorced one, or the one who failed in nursing school. No, the divorced one is happy today. The one who failed in nursing school, guess what? Is the nurse tomorrow, right? I remember I was listening to Les Brown, and I invite you guys to listen to Les Brown. I listen to this guy every single morning because everybody needs somebody. somebody. And he's my biggest, biggest, biggest and he was saying a story uh, when before he became who he is today and he was invited to read a speech in his, in his school and how he was so scared to read it and then he decided to run out to the bathroom and his professor came back and said Mr. Brown go back and read it he said I can't he said Mr. Brown if you run from your problem today you always run through your life throughout your life and I'm like, wow. And I wrote this down. And I said, I will never run away from my problems. I will never run away from my adversities. I will never run away from hard things in life. So hard things have come. And I'm going to face it. Because at one, once upon a time, every single thing that would be hard in my life, I'm going to I already counted myself out that I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot give people advice about marriage. I'm divorced. I cannot give people advice about kids because I don't have kids. But then it's just crazy how people who are married always ask me for advice. And guess what? I'm not bitter. I give very good advice when it comes to marriage. Make it work. Marriage is beautiful. If you're married, make it work as much as you can. If it's going to kill you though, now you know. Don't let anything kill you. It's not worth it. I'm saying this to finish. I'm grateful for every single thing that I've gone through life. But 
I had to see the other side of it. It's not about what happened to me. It's what do I do with the things that happened to me. And also, let me just say this. I am also to be blamed for what happened in my life, right? I was not, I was also an active participator in my life, right? So we're not going to blame anybody for anything that happened to us because we have to take accountability at time. Because guess what? I was too comfortable, too comfortable. I'm probably sure I did some, I did some, I did some not great things, <laughs> but we're not going to get into this. But I also participated in destroying myself. Life is 20% of what happened to you, but 80% is what you want life to be. What do you want to do in life? You went to an interview, they did not take you for that interview, so what? Go to another one. You fait mon pote dans figure, so what? Go to another one. Ou cap demi ka moun jodi an, demi si Dieu veut si moun sa moun sa cap fait la descente la Let me tell you something before I finish about my mother. And I take my mom as an example. My mom lost her mom when she was very young. She was raised by people in her neighborhood that now we call family. Love them. Because they allow my mom to be who they are today. My mom, my mom told me a story about how she did not have um, shoes to go to school and she borrowed a cousin's shoes. And in the middle, in the middle of the schoolyard, um, she said, I don't know what kind of argument happened between them. And they got into an argument. And she said, give me my shoes back in front of everybody. And my mom was very embarrassed. My mom said she took off the shoes and gave it to her and walked barefoot home. Now, if my mom, <laughs> my mom has over 50 pair of shoes in her closet, right? She get to wear it, whichever my mom blame it, you know, she can. But I'm saying this, I'm saying this to say that. My mom did not let that bitterness, right? She did not let this make her bitter. She worked harder. She became a nurse. That she's able to have a, a house. She's able to have the car that she wants. She's able to have whatever amount of shoes that she wants. It's because she worked hard for it. Nobody, let me say this part in Creole. Nobody owes you anything. But you owe yourself everything. Parents doivent manger avec sécurité and everything to love you, whatever. Ça c'est si ouvré. So get bon parents sortir dans dans bon votre propre jeune ça. But your life is what you make of it. I don't care what you're going through today. Your tomorrow depends on your steps that you're gonna make today. At this moment, tomorrow morning, tonight. Don't wait and say ma bientôt. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. You miss a hundred percent of the shot that you did not take. Tout autant que nous vivons pas décider que ma content, I'm gonna do certain things. Papa j'aime rêver. Et le plus souvent nous remet dit, donc nous remet prend. Oh, c'est un tel qui fait mon con ça. Non, it's your fault. It's your fault. You are responsible for your life and nobody else is. You cannot use your past mistakes. You cannot use your past hurts. You cannot use your hurts as a crutch for you to continue going in life the way that you are. When are you going to realize that you deserve better? And that you have to change. That's what they have therapists for. You're going through a problem, seek therapist. Seek therapy. But it's not an excuse for you to stay the way you are because you went through something. Trust me, somebody have gone through worse and you have not seen half of their life. Again, if you have a chance to put it problem, you have to put it in problem, you have to put it in a problem, you have to put it in a that you have no problem comparing to them. That your problems are not as big as you think that they are. Once upon a time, I did not know if I would make it. I remember one day I cried myself to sleep. I said, God, take me. Because I can't take it. I don't want to commit suicide. But I had begged God to take me a couple of times. Probably, probably God is looking at me like, look at her. Look at her thinking that life was over. She, she, if only she knew. <laughs> if only now she knows what's, what's on hold for her. That she's going to be happy. Whatever you're going through, just hold on. Hold on tight. But you owe to yourself to progress. You owe it to yourself to be happy. Trust me. It's beautiful when you're happy. You might not see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you have a choice. You could either continue walking or you could stop. You know who will see the light at the end? is the person who continue walking despite it all. 
ou qu'a décidé qu'on a un problème ou après tu as un problème. That's okay. That's on you. But I would advise for you to start walking. With that being said, thank you for listening to me. The pain I did not know I needed. Thank you guys and I'll catch up.